Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, Jenny Keane runs online sex workshops. Some of it's quite serious, dealing with the likes of trauma and shame. And some of it is quite practical, often involving vegetables. Jenny, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? How do you get to be a sex educator? Is there a course? Um, So there's many different ways, actually, to become a sex educator. My path, it was definitely a very non-linear path. Um, So it wasn't like I went, you know, to university and studied it for three years or four years in a degree course. Mine was very much made up of, I think especially as well at the time that I started um, getting into this work, it it wasn't very readily available or known as a career. Um, I started being exposed to this work when I started traveling in my early 20s and I lived in California, which was an incredibly open place to be. And I found myself in, you know, going to workshops and um, uh, finding mentors who were leaders, I suppose, of the political and sexual revolution in the 70s. And then from there, I started getting into somatic therapy, which is a body-based therapy and trauma therapy. Uh, and I just continued, continued on, <laughs> basically. It's a bit of a long story because I've been in this work for well over a decade now. Um, so it's yeah, probably we we'd probably go the whole radio show talking about it. Yeah. So, but, but what kinds of things do adults still not know? If you know what I mean, uh, can you uh, kind of reach everything. a point where you know all you all you need to know? Uh, well, do you know what? I've I've been in this work for years, and I'm at the point. I'm not at the point where I know everything. You know, I think if, I think one of the things that I find very beneficial when I teach people is that you know having a beginner's mind and a beginner's mindset when it comes to um, everything in life is so important. When it comes to sex, the only way you're going to learn more about it is if you have, if you're in a state of curiosity where you're open to learning new things, open to not knowing everything um, and open to discovery and exploration and I suppose ways of doing things, new ways of doing things. And I think that very, very, it's been very important in all areas of life, but particularly in when it comes to sex education, I think it's simply because we never actually, um, ha- I, up until very recently, the conversation around sex has never been so open, right? Most of the sex education and the conversation around sex that we've had is, is hidden, you know, it, it's behind closed doors. Um, people tend not to speak about it. And what happens when you don't receive great sex education is that when you come to a point in your in your life or in your sexuality where you meet a problem, an issue, or a crisis, which I will tell you, absolutely everybody will have at some point, and I would even go so far as to say you will experience it at multiple points in your lifetime. It means that you 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 don't have options to learn. You you don't have options to to know how to move closer to your sexuality. So what tends to happen is when people meet a problem. They tend to shut down, close off and move away, right? So the disconnection between themselves and their sexuality. And alternative or, or, um, or opposingly, when you, when you receive high quality sex education, it gives you options and those options give you choice. And choice is important when it comes to your sexuality because every single person is unique. Every single person, every single person pleasure is unique and so understanding the correct path to choose for you is something that is really important and actually that you design and you create yourself given the information that you have and when you have choice you have empowerment 
And I think that's really important because when it comes to, you know, especially sexual issues, one of the first things people feel is that, first of all, that they're broken, right? Like if you have a woman who has never known if she's ever orgasmed or feel she's unable to orgasm, if you have um, a, a male who experiences erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation, people are meeting issues which are actually um, a part of our sex lives and, and also have many, many options and solutions for, but because we don't know them and we're never talked about them and they were never given to us, we think that there's something wrong with us. We think that we're broken and we think that we're alone in what we're experiencing because we don't speak about this openly. So, Yeah, when you say uh, that everybody will experience a, a, a crisis or, or perhaps several of them, uh, it, is there somebody can have a perfectly satisfactory sex life and then something goes wrong? Absolutely. I mean, our bodies are changing all of the time, you know, even as we age through our lifetime, our bodies are meeting uh, different stages of life. And, and as a result of that, are responding differently. We re our bodies uh, respond differently if we meet trauma in our lives. And, you know, I'm talking about trauma, which is like, you know, the big T, also the little T's that we experience every single day. You know, if we're in a car crash, that's a trauma to the body. Our body learns to respond differently. And um, I suppose the, the biggest thing that I would say is that, especially in the work that I do, my background is in somatic therapy and somatic therapy is a body-based practice. So the same way psychology would be talk therapy or mind-based practices to help you move closer to the thing that it is, like whatever it is that you're you're um, hoping to feel right at the end of it. Somatic therapy is, is basically works at a body-based level. So it's working in and through the body. And what somatic therapy does is teaches you how and and yeah, it teaches you how to get back in conversation with your body. It teaches you how to form a relationship with your body. We know that our body is speaking to us all of the time. And that language that it's using to speak to us through is through the language of sensation. So if you if you tell me, um, Sean, that you feel anxious, you understand that you feel anxious because maybe your heart is beating a little bit faster. Maybe your chest feels closed. Maybe your palms are sweaty, right? So you experience sensation through the body that your body signals to your brain and then your brain says, hey, Sean, we're anxious, okay? And you understand when you're anxious, maybe some practices or some things that you can do that can help you feel more calm. So somatic therapy helps you really um, become hyper-attuned to the sensations in your body, to the language that it's used to speak to you uh, through so that you can converse back with this. So it makes sense that in terms of um, working with sex, right, and working with sexuality, that Somatic practices are really powerful and a really powerful approach because we know pleasure and we also know orgasm is our sensation, right, in the body. So, yeah. Um, so, so if somebody comes to you and, you know, say, for instance, they've just suddenly th their desires dropped off a cliff. Is yeah. it then something of a kind of a, a, a detective exercise to figure out why that's happened? Yeah, absolutely. And so what I always say is that, you know, I think. For the last number of years, there's been a huge, huge eye, right? And a huge amplification on the importance of mental wellness, right? Um, you can see a lot of people talking about that. The media is talking about it. And sexual wellness is just as important as, as mental wellness, as emotional wellness, as physical wellness. And now I think we're, we're beginning to see a huge amplification of, um, of sexual wellness and and the importance of understanding how to work 
and how to support our sexual wellness. And what that means is that we are learning every day how we're learning how our body functions. First of all, we're learning why we might feel the way that we're feeling so that we can learn how to support ourselves on a daily basis. When it comes to something like um, your desire falling off a cliff or not feeling in the mood, experiencing yourself having suddenly having a low libido, there are so many reasons for this that happen, whether it's at a physical level, mental level, emotional level, even a spiritual level. And we know that from living in Ireland, right, how kind of what a stronghold the Catholic Church has had on, on our relationship with our sexuality, you know, over the years. And so what's important is understanding, right, how, how is my diet right now? What type of exercise am I doing? How am I moving my body? Is it too much? Is it not enough? Um, uh, how are my emotions? How do I feel about my body right now? Am I taking any medication which may cause um, chemical stress in my system? And could this have an effect? And so essentially, exactly what you're saying, you're, be, you're asking questions and asking questions is like being a detective, right? Trying to figure out, right, wh- where is this coming from and why is it happening so that you can begin to find solutions to support yourself, you know? Yeah. Is there also, though, a practical aspect to this, you know, how to do positions properly? And that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I actually teach this as well. They're actually some of the more popular workshops. So I teach workshops that are really are, um, you know, body-based education. So it's, uh, and, and, and body education. So looking at, you know, what is arousal? What is desire? What is libido? What are the differences between all of these things and also how do you support them? But some of the most popular workshops have been the sex field workshop. And this would be the idea that just like anything in life, right? If we want to be good at something, we more than likely practice, we were more than likely get skills. Like we learn how to be good. If we want to be um, a mechanic or an engineer, or we have to learn the skills to become that, right? And to do that, 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 that job well. And um, even though sex is very natural to us and very innate to us, it isn't something that we are born knowing how to do. It's a skill that we cultivate over time. And the only way to learn, the only way to become skilled at something is to learn that. And um, uh, the sex skills workshops really teach people, you know, um, it depends on what sex skills workshops are coming to. I've done one called Woman on Top, which is teaching women how to um, experience pleasure in the on top position. Mm. I teach positions in that class where it, you know, it helps people if they have sore hips or tight hips or you know, funny knees, and it teaches them how to be in positions that are comfortable for their body so that they can maintain stamina long enough to experience pleasure. I also teach other workshops. Recently, I did a set of work, a trio of workshops. Um, which were extremely popular. And um, when I tell you uh, the workshops now, you'll understand why it was on sexual confidence and um, blowjobs and, um, and or, or how to give pleasure to penis owners and how to give pleasure to uh, vulva owners. So very much around oral sex. Yeah, but that, that was cucumbers you were using in, in that instance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, that was, yeah, that's, I, I, I just happened to say it in the work, in the email, so 24 hours before a workshop goes that I sent me out and I had said, you know, bring a suction cup dildo uh, or a cucumber. And I had just said that so people weren't panicking if they didn't have, you know, a, a, a suction cup dildo. 
um, because, you know, cucumbers are readily available and easy to find. And I started getting pictures in about like cucumber shortages in Aldi and people panicking about like not being able to find a cucumber. And it was, it, it caught, it was actually very funny, you know. Um, well, it was but, also yeah. dinner for later on as well. So it, it, it was practical <laughs> that way. Are there any positions you don't teach uh, in, in the sense, uh, especially say, you, you, you could say certain positions actually are not of any great benefit to women, for instance, they're like just designed for male oh. pleasure. No, it's not so much this, actually. You know, every position is, you know, as I say, pleasure is unique, right, mm. to every single individual. And um, so in certain positions, people will experience more pleasure than others. And we know this. This, actually, this is actually no, called orgasm habits. So the way that we tend to masturbate is the way that we tend to drive um, what I call pleasure pathways in the body. The more we practice that particular um, position, for example, the stronger that pleasure pathway will be, the easier it will be to find pleasure in that. And the, the problem is, is that when people, um, as, because we don't receive sexication, because sexification is, is really not seen as such an open uh, conversation in terms of, you know, it's okay to want to be better at sex. It's okay to not know everything and to ask questions about sex because it's kind of assumed that, you know, in in when it comes to sex, the less you talk about it, the more you know, you know, <laughs> and um, and this is just absolutely not the case, you know. So it's, it's helping people to understand that you know seeking sexification is not just necessary or vital, but it's also actually really important and so helpful. And when it comes to um, different positions for different people, I, I teach a wide variety of positions, and it's very much is really based off of what people want to know from me. So I um, have large conversations online uh, on Instagram with my community online. And the questions that they're asking me, I will create a workshop for them uh, specifically because I could kind of teach, I could teach really on a wide scale. I could, if anyone's ever been to my workshop, like I could literally start talking and just not stuff. You might experience a bit of this right now, Sean, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, uh, so I have a lot of information to share, but really, I really believe in student-centered education and student-focused education, which is, you know, um, uh, what do you want to know and how can I, you know, deliver that information the best way possible for you in order to be able to start applying that straight away. So um, that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Jenny, thanks a million for speaking with us today. Jenny Keane is a holistic sex educator and Tantra yoga teacher. T Jenny, thanks a million. Thank you, Thomas. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.